Not sure if you need a trademark for your Amazon business? We're going to talk to Anita, who's going to tell us why it's important and a lot of the mistakes that some sellers make when getting trademarks. Hello, everybody. This is Bradley Sutton, and this is another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast. And we try to bring guests from all different walks of life who all have different experiences, different knowledge, different tips and tricks and strategies that they can share with us. And today I have with me Anita Marr, who is a well-known expert in the field of trademarks. And that is a very buzzing keyword amongst Amazon sellers these days, actually both on and off of Amazon. So Anita, thank you for coming on the podcast with us. How's it going? Oh, hi, Bradley. It's uh, great. I'm here in sunny Florida. Now, you you don't normally live in Florida, do you? Yeah, I don't normally live in Florida. So I was hoping to pretend nobody will notice that. (laughs) (laughs) I live in winter. No, but so I'm I'm assuming that you, (laughs) I'm assuming that like, like, for example, my parents, they, in the winter time, they actually go down to Mazatlan, Mexico. They have a house down there for the winter time. Is that a similar reason why you're like, is where you're from like a lot colder? And- yeah, yeah. I live close to Detroit. So yes, in the winter we go uh, to Florida for about six weeks. And this year we went hoping to see some warm weather, but it's been a little bit gloomy, but still much better than in Detroit. So can't complain. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. I think wasn't Detroit one of those places that was hit by those cold, uh, I forgot what the word is, but cold fronts Storm. or something where it was like sub sub zero freezing and stuff. So yeah, definitely better in, in sunny Florida. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved with just trademarks in general. Like what, I mean, this is not just something that Oh, hey, when I grow up, I would like to be a trademark expert, but how did that happen? Yeah, actually it's quite interesting. I was about 20 in my 20s and it was in 1999 I was living in uh, Tel Aviv in Israel at that time and I was looking for a job Uh, and I saw in that in a newspaper that American lawyer is looking for a trademark paralegal so I knew what American lawyer meant I didn't know what trademark or paralegal meant so I found that (laughs) was quite interesting so I applied and uh, that's how my affair with trademarks began so it was by accident um, but that's what I've been doing like since 99. Um, definitely, it's not something that you decide to do because it's such a narrow field and most people uh, don't really know much about trademarks or IP in general. Okay. Yeah. So I find all of this is new information because uh, actually you and I have never met in person and I know you were on the AMPM podcast before with Manny with an episode about trademarks um, that's still up there on the site. But uh embarrassed to say that that was one of the episodes I did not have a chance to listen to. So this is kind of cool. I kind of, now that I knew I was going to do a podcast with you, I actually purposely didn't listen to it because I wanted to just have a completely fresh, you know, fresh viewpoint here and try and see what naturally kind of questions I have that I think many sellers have. And so one of the first things I wanted to talk about was, correct me if I'm wrong, but in order to get brand registry 2.0, your brand needs to be trademarked. Is that correct? Yes, right. So you need to register your brand as a trademark uh, uh, at one of the countries, not necessarily the US. So you can register your trademark in the US, UK, Germany, uh, Spain, Italy, uh, European Union. They On Amazon.com, there is a list of countries that they accept. But obviously, Amazon.com is a US marketplace. So US trademark is the one uh, that will work the best. 
Okay. Let me just take, I should have asked this probably first, but just a, a step back. What are some of the difference in vocabulary here? Like what is the difference between a trademark, patent, copyright? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know we're talking about trademarks, but what are some of the differences here? Yeah. So first of all, I mean, many people are confused. Like what does brand mean? Like what is brand and what is a trademark? What's the difference? I mean, really, there is no difference. So a brand is just a business name uh, for the name of your product. A trademark is a legal term. So it's the same. Uh, but you register a trademark. You don't register a brand. Uh, patent protects copyright or an invention. Um, sorry. A patent protects an invention or an improvement to an invention. And copyright protects uh, literary works or artistic works or songs, books are protected by copyright um, uh, images as well. So that's a different, uh, they're all parts of IP intellectual property. Uh, so when you call, when you name your product, when you give it a name, so that's a trademark. So a trademark is the name of your product. Uh, it's a source identifier. So that's what customers see when they look for your specific product. They don't necessarily remember uh, the long company name. They just remember that name, that catch name that you uh, gave your product. So that's that's your trademark. That's how your customers remember you. So, but you had mentioned that, you know, it wasn't necessarily the brand, but I thought that, you know, like it's brand registry. You're, you're, you're not trademarking each product, right? You're, you're trademarking like the, the, the name that you're known by on Amazon or what exactly does a seller need to trademark Mm-hmm. for the brand registry? Yeah, I mean, actually, it's a very good question. That's what like many Amazon sellers, they get really confused. And I can see where the confusion comes from. When you register your company name, you just register the company name and that's it. I mean, you don't really need to specify anything. When you register your domain, I mean, you have the domain so you can put whatever you want there, right, on your website. But when you register your trademark, it's not like... um you take a trademark and file it and that's it. You have that trademark and you can use it as an umbrella trademark. That's what many people use. Uh, When you file your trademark, in that trademark application, you have to list specific products and specific uh, services. So you can't just uh, say, this is the trademark and that's what I'm going um, to register without mentioning what exactly you're going to sell. Is it, is it like what kind of products you're going to sell or like you literally have to say the exact product names? Yeah, you need to be quite specific. All products and services are divided into groups and those groups are called classes. Uh, so you need to list those products and those products need to be classified. Some of the products can be quite broad. For example, cosmetics is acceptable. It's quite a broad term. It can be like any types of cosmetics. Um, but some of the products can be quite specific. For example, software is not specific enough. You need to specify who the users are, who it's for, like what it does, if it's downloadable or non-downloadable. So it depends on the actual products. Um, some of them need to be really, really specific and depending on the material they're made of. So you need to further specify, for example, um, if you sell bracelets, you need to sell if they're of precious metal or non-precious metal. Uh, so this is where it gets complicated. So you can't just file and say, I sell kitchen products. That's too broad. It's vague. It will not be accepted. So for kitchen products, 
you need to sell, you, you need to say what they are. Is it like lemon zesters, pizza peels? Uh, is it like spoons, forks, or maybe uh, plates, maybe disposable plates? So you need to be really, really specific. Okay. So after though, like, you know, let's say I register my, my trademark, I'm going to be selling, you know, new collagen peptides. And so the, my brand name or whatever on Amazon is going to be collagen peptides health or something. Mm -hmm. I just start with two SKUs and I, I mentioned that, but then let's say I am successful with these collagen peptides powder. And now all of a sudden I am launching, you know, collagen peptides capsules or, or pills, you know, a brand new product, but I'm not having to go back to my, my trademark or something like that and, and add these new items to any registry or anything. I mean, once I, once I register for my trademark, it's hundred percent done or what is it? Yeah, I wish this is why it's quite complicated. Like one of the biggest problems, and it's really, it's, it's catch 22 for Amazon sellers. So most Amazon sellers, when they begin they don't know what they're going to be selling in six months. And that's normal. I mean, that's perfectly fine. Uh, trademark law, however, doesn't care about Amazon sellers or like business owners in general. So when you file your trademark, you list your items one, two, three. After you file, you can't really add anything. You can't modify the list of items. You can only delete. So if you file your trademark for items one, two, three, and six months later, you started selling item four that's not in your application, there is no way you can add that item four to the existing application. You have to file a brand new application. It can be uh, a new application for the same trademark name, but for that additional item. That's a problem. I mean, it's, it's, it's a problem because it why would that be necessary? I mean, obviously this is, I'm sure there's some kind of law that says this, but I'm just, I'm just curious because yeah. that this is completely new to me and that doesn't make any, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, if my brand is this or my trademark is this and I don't do what you just said, it doesn't mean that they could use my brand with my other product. I mean, once they, once I trademark a word, that's it, right? I mean, like, help me understand yeah. this because th you've got me so confused right now. Trademark registration is not uh, necessary. I mean, you don't have to file a trademark. I mean, it's not necessary. I mean, it's advisable because it makes enforcement of your legal rights easier, but it's not necessary to trademark. I mean, for Amazon sellers, it's necessary because that's the only way to get into brand registry. Um, so when it comes to, let's say you sell... Um, disposable paper plates and you file a trademark for disposable paper plates and then you decide that you're now going to be selling toys so that's a totally different product right mm -hmm. so if you don't file a trademark registration for toys it's possible that somebody else will be able to file a very similar trademark or even identical one for toys because when it comes to confusion when it comes to trademark registration the trademarks office looks at how similar trademarks are. So they look at similarities between the actual trademarks and between the products. So if the products are different, uh, another company may be allowed to register a very similar or even identical trademark for different products. So if you don't register this additional product, uh, somebody else may be able to do that. And then if you, decide, if you decide to stop those people, you will have to oppose or you will have to take them to court. So to prevent that, it's best to protect all your items um, 
via trademark registration, because that's the cheapest way to do that. I mean, trademark registration is the cheapest way uh, to protect your products and to tell others that's, hey, that's my trademark. Because most business owners, when they select a new brand, when they select a trademark, they check trademarks office database. So if they um, look for a trademark name for their toys product that you now sell, but you didn't trademark. So they check for toys. They see, okay, there is no trademark for toys. So it's available and they file a trademark. And the trademarks office obviously only looks at filed or registered trademarks. They don't check unregistered trademarks. So the trademarks office will allow this other person to register this trademark for toys. So it, it could be the same exact trademark, but it would it would be allowed because the original one was was based on a different you know product and so that means somebody else can come in and do that same trademark for for toys yeah so it yeah so it's possible depending on how unique your word is um somebody else may be allowed to register an identical or very similar trademark for different products Wow. Okay. That that's see. I knew I was going to learn a whole bunch of things. I did. I had no idea about that. But let's. I can just completely go off on a tangent now. You know, talking about you know trademarks in general because that just opened up a whole bunch of other questions. But I want to reel it back towards Amazon a little bit more. So mm-hmm. we talked about one of the benefits, or just actually requirement. You know, is for brand registry you have to have the trademark. But are there other benefits other than brand registry of why it's important for Amazon sellers to get uh, a trademark. Yes, I mean a trademark gives you federal rights. So when you, for example, register your company name, it's only valid like in your state. So somebody can have an identical company name in another state. Uh, so if you register federally at the USPTO, you will have federal rights, and that's important. So you will have rights across the U.S. Uh, another important thing is that a trademark is an asset. So if you decide to sell your business, your Amazon business, and you decide to sell the assets, if you have a registered trademark, uh, that will increase the value of your assets. So, and that's very important. It's another reason is that it's it's easy and cheaper to enforce your rights. So if you have a trademark that's registered, your rights already presumed. You don't have to prove them again because the trademarks office checked you. So if somebody decides to use a similar trademark, it's easier for you to stop those people uh, because they see that you have a registered trademark. Uh, It's also easier to franchise and license um, your trademark. So there are lots of lots of reasons. Um, But yes, the main benefit is obviously um, brand registry um, because Amazon doesn't want to check who is right and who is wrong when it comes to trademark disputes. So they left it up to the trademarks office. So once your trademark is registered uh, and you are in the brand registry, so Amazon will presume that you have valid rights and they will take your side. Interesting. Okay. And then after somebody has it, it does the trademark symbol, is that that little TM that you put after yeah, actually there are two. TM means you use your brand as a trademark, as a source indicator. Uh, it can be either a registered trademark or unregistered, but R in a circle means it's a registered trademark. So you can only use R in a circle in the US if you have a registered trademark. But you can you can use TM uh, at any time pretty much. Okay. 
what are the requirements? So like if somebody is listening to this podcast right now, they're like, wow, you know, I didn't know about this or I am interested in brand registry. I definitely want to think about what I need to, to prepare, but like, what are some things that people need to have in order to even apply for Like what, what kind of ducks do they need to put in a row? You mean apply for a trademark or for brand registry? Yeah, for the for the for applying for the trademark, because you know I'm not. I know it's not just a, a simple process. Uh, like, isn't like the first thing? I'm, let me just mm-hmm. uh, take this step by step. I have very limited knowledge on this, but I do have some experience. So I just want to try and remember this is something that happened like five years ago. Like, don't you have to give like a reason of why you should be awarded the trademark? Like, say, hey, this is my company, or like I was the first one to use this word, or something like that. Well, you have to have a bona fide intention to use it. So you should be pretty confident that this trademark is not taken by somebody else. Uh, for example, if you decide to register Microsoft, uh, you don't have, you, you cannot have good intentions because you know it's already registered. Uh, that's the only requirement. I mean, you, you have to intend to use the trademark as well. So if you just file it to hold it, I mean, that's not a good reason to file. And many people still do, but you have to have an intent, like a desire to use the trademark in the future or right now. Okay. And what, what, what would be some reasons like you have the intent, but then that, that still doesn't guarantee you're going to get the trademark, right? Like what, what could go wrong, like in the process? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should mention um, the first thing you should do, you should do a trademark search because before you file, uh, you should make sure that nobody else already filed. Because if there is a similar trademark, uh, then it's possible that your trademark will be refused, especially if it's filed for similar products. So not doing proper research uh, is is a very, very um, serious mistake that most Amazon sellers do. They find a name and they think, oh, that's a good name. It's catchy. Uh, it describes the product I'm going to file. So they file and then um, four months later, they get a refusal uh, and then they're back to square one. So uh, okay. yeah, searching for the trademark is very important. But even before you search, you should actually come up with a name that's unique. I mean, a very common mistake nowadays is that people are not very creative Unfortunately, like, for example, if you sell vitamins or supplements, that's like a very popular product. Uh, we see too many names that have words like green, wellness, herbal, like kana, like oh, hemp, you know, those like descriptive terms that are really bland and not very interesting. Uh, so like green wellness or herbal green, uh, beautiful, beautiful you, beautiful you, uh, all those variations that are really they lack the unique character and they make it different, dif- uh, you know, they make it difficult to stand out from the crowd and to differentiate your product from others. So that's like a, one mistake. People don't really think outside of the box anymore. They... Um, come up with a name that's similar to some other name and they like it and they uh, decide to file for that trademark. Uh, They don't add any unique descriptor or any unique uh, word that makes the brand unique. Uh, and, and that's, that may be a problem because if it's too similar to other trademarks, again, you, you risk getting a refusal from the trademarks office and another potential problem is that it makes it dif- difficult for your customers to remember your brand because when they try to remember, was it like green wellness or 
wellness for you or wellness green or greenish or was it blue wellness? They forget the actual trademark because it's so common. Uh, but people uh, try to find a trademark that describes the products. They don't, they're too afraid to take a name that's unique. That's, I mean, I know I've been talking about this for about two minutes now, but that's a serious problem. No, I, I think it's important to understand the, the, the common problems and you, you see more than anybody else. So you just mentioned a couple of the common mistakes or problems that people make. What are, what are some others other than, you know, choosing the wrong name or not doing a search to make sure that nobody else has it? Yeah. So another mistake is that people wait too long to file. So they are afraid to file. They want to see how their sales are going to go. They wait for too long. And then um, when the listing takes off, they have hijackers on their back. Then they decide, oh, I need a trademark now. They file, but only to realize that it takes months to get a trademark. And un until you have a registered trademark, you can get in the brand registry. So waiting for too long in the, is another um, mistake because the longer you wait, uh, obviously the more time it will take to get a trademark. Uh, so you won't be able to apply and get accepted into the brand registry unless you have a, a registered trademark. Um, another mistake that people make is filing for the wrong products, especially if you file yourself. Uh, sometimes uh, people file for the wrong products. They don't really, really think about the description um, of the products um, and they describe the products wrong and they, they attach wrong photographs. So that's something you cannot fix actually. So if you filed for, uh, let's say you decide to sell um, disposable plates. So you file for disposable plates, uh, but for some reason you also sell jewelry. So you attach a picture of jewelry with your trademark instead of disposable plates. So that's something that may be quite difficult to fix later. Um, or you later realize that you should have filed for, uh, you know, um, just regular plates, not disposable plates. So that's something that you can't really fix. If you filed for disposable plates, but then you decided to sell uh, glass plates. Um, you can't really change that. Uh, another, yeah, another mistake is that people file for too many products, especially uh, beginner sellers. They try to cover as many products as possible. So they try to file for all possible products that they will sell in the next three years. And if you file in the U.S., uh, most People don't realize that before you get your trademark, before you get your trademark registration, you actually need to sell all of those products that you listed. It's not enough to come up with a list. You actually need to sell all of them in the U.S. before you get your final registration. And that can obviously delay the whole process. So instead of nine months in the U.S., you may be looking at two years uh, because unless you sell all of the products, you can't get your trademark registered. I mean, there are some ways you can fix this. You can delete some of the products. You can divide the application, but you can't get the eventual registration um, without selling everything that's listed in your trademark application. Wow, so so many things. It, it seems like such a, a complicated process. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely see why you can do this as a full-time living. I mean, like, I if I were just to try to do this on my own, 
I would not, uh, I would probably be the one making some of these, some of these uh, mistakes here. Yeah. But, well, um, another thing I wanted to mention, you know, many Amazon sellers, they, um, I don't know how often that happens, but some of them say, oh, I don't want, I don't want my competitors to know that I'm filing for a trademark. So oh, my sister is going to own this trademark or my brother or my mother. So your mother now filed for the trademark, but you actually use it yourself. So that can be another problem. So uh, the trademark owner doesn't actually intend to use the trademark. So we're filing in the wrong, in the wrong, you know, applicant's name. So that's another potential problem. Um, if you file in the US and if you don't sell your products yet, if you decide to transfer your trademark, you can't do that until you start selling your products. So if you filed in the wrong applicant's name, uh, you can't fix that until that initial applicant is, is making some sales. So if you decided to switch the companies or transfer the trademark, uh, there has to be use already. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could totally, under, I never even thought about that, but that, that makes sense that, you know, I know that when I search trademarks, it says like, who's the registered, you know, owner. And so a lot of people might like not, you know, since that's public information, they might not want that to be shown, but you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, there is a solution. You just file in your LLC or in your company name. In this case, your personal name will not be shown. So if you haven't incorporated yet, I mean, there is no way around that. So if you don't want your personal name to be shown, file in your company name. All right. That's good advice. Any other advice that you give to sellers who maybe have not filed for a trademark yet, or maybe they filed for a trademark, but they might have done one of these, you know, or maybe they're not sure exactly how they did it. Like maybe they should review it or what, what's some just uh, closing advice you can give some of our listeners here? Well, I mean, uh, one of the things yeah, I wanted to mention is if you are a beginner, if you're just beginning, um, I know many Amazon sellers want to file in the U.S. because if you sell in the U.S., if you sell on Amazon.com, that's the trademark to have. I mean, and that's understandable. Uh, unfortunately, with the U.S. process, because it takes so long, down the road, you may decide that you are going to change your product. So with the U.S., I mean, as you understand now, you can't really uh, get eventual registration until you sell your products. So if you filed for product A uh, and now you sell product B, uh, you will not be able to get your trademark registered. So if your desire is to get into the brand registry as soon as possible, I mean, a good solution is to file in another country that's quicker, for example, a UK or Germany. I mean, we do file in the UK a lot and you will get a trademark in three and a half months, and this trademark will allow you to get in the brand registry. It will allow you to optimize your listing. It will give you enhanced brand content. Uh, so once your listing is optimized, you will not have many hijackers. Um, and then, so let's say in six months, when you know what you're going to sell, when you found your niche product, then you can file in the US because we've seen this too many times that people file for their own products or they decide to add products, but they filed in the US. So now they're stuck with a US trademark and they have to actually use the trademark because unless they use it, they will not get registration and they will not be able to get into the brand registry. And that's, that's very important because the goal obviously is to be in the brand registry as soon as possible. Once 
your listing picks, you know, picks up and you have some sales, you will have hijackers. So without brand registry, you will not be able to do much. You will not be able to optimize your listing. You will not be able to get any help from Amazon. Uh, you will be losing quite a lot in sales. So having a trademark is essential. And um, if you haven't decided on the products yet, or if you think you may be changing the products down the road, filing in the UK may be like um, a better idea, especially at the beginning. It's also cheaper. Uh, it's faster. In the UK, uh, you don't have to use your trademark, unlike the US. So you don't have to file any statement of use. So there is no requirement to actually sell your products in the UK before your trademark registers. So that means you can file quite broadly um, and still get your trademark registered. And another difference is that in the UK, they don't look at confusion. So unlike the US, it's a f they left it up to the owners uh, to decide whether a trademark is confusingly similar. In the US, the trademarks office can stop you and they can say, oh, hey, this trademark cannot be registered. It's too close to this other registered trademark. Uh, if you persuaded the examiner, your trademark will be published for opposition purposes. And then third parties may oppose registration of your trademark. So there are two steps in the US. In the UK, there is just one. The trademarks office is not going to stop you. They're going to publish your trademark for opposition purposes. And then if somebody decides that your trademark is too close to their trademark, they can oppose. So that's why the whole process is much quicker and easier. Uh, and the success rate is much higher in the UK than in the US. Um, that, that's why it may be uh, a better idea for beginners. In addition to the US trademark file in the UK uh, as well, uh, if the budget only allows for one trademark, ask yourself a question. Can you wait for nine months or longer? before in the brand registry? If the answer is yes, we can file in the US. If the answer is no, I need to be in the brand registry like tomorrow or in three months, then you have to file in the UK. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's something I have not considered about filing in the uh, other country. So thank you very much, Anita, for your time here. And I'm sure, I mean, I have more questions. I'm sure others have more questions or if they want to. So how can they how can they reach you or if they want to perhaps hire you to help them to register their trademark? How can they find you? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we have uh, the Seller Trademarks website. Uh, SellerTrademarks.com, right? Yeah, yeah. SellerTrademarks.com. Um, we're going to be adding um, UK soon. So you will be able to buy a bundle. Um, so there will be more uh, variation because right now we just have one trademark there, like US, but we will be adding the UK soon. So people will be able to uh, have more choice. Excellent. All right. So, uh, but the, the website is up now. So it's sellertrademarks.com. And, you know, depending on when you guys are listening to this, uh, you might see the option of the UK trademarks in the future, but it's always going to have the one for for us there so there's a lot of i believe i'm looking at the website now i haven't seen it in a while but there's a frequently asked questions there on the front page and then you guys can put in your information there and and anita will help you so anita thank you again for this super valuable information i think this is very important for anybody who's interested or currently selling on amazon to make sure that they know about why there is a need for this trademark and and how to do it the right way and how to do it the wrong way so i really appreciate you joining us and hopefully we'll have you back on in the future.